Well, we are back around the old oak table. It didn't take us quite as long as it did the last time to reconvene the art of bullshitting here in Oak Hill. We're nearly in full crew this evening. Nearly. 405. Not bad. We're stepping out a little early. Let's go ahead and note that this is episode number... 69. 69. Nice. Oh. Nice. What's the joke there? There's some kind of joke involved there. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, everybody everybody's here uh, except for Marcus. Marcus is uh, still, still north, up in up Washington, D.C. Yep. Um, he is there on his annual pil- pilgrimage. To uh, visit uh, with um, one of his combat buddies that he lost uh, 10 years ago yesterday on the 18th. And uh, Mark is celebrating his birthday, the day that he died and was brought back. Um, And that's why he's here with us now, is he survived the IED attack on the vehicle he was in uh, back in 2011. I keep trying to tell people about what that is and i keep calling it a born on date right and then just realize that's like from the back of like a budweiser can so it's like that like that like not that nice same same yeah yeah. some (laughs) some outfits yeah yeah. if you'd gone down like the reborn path you'd have gotten into the whole like right right christian reborn right right um so it's it's like i think they call it a a born on date fitting maybe (laughs) correct Mm. Well, I mean, it gets even more Christian when you say it's his born again date. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Biblically accurate. So, <laughs> well, before we get it's, it's too Easter. far into the scriptures, Mark Easter, our um, podcast, as it were, is um, we have been quite remiss of late just because we've had a lot of difficulty getting everybody on the same page. Um, we've had quite a bit of mail from the mail barge stack up. So we're going to start off the show with doing a little catch up. Um, and we're not talking Heinz. We're just catching up on a few of our latest things that have arrived. Um, old business, we'll call it. Of course, my glasses are in the cheers. other room. It's, it's okay. I'll, I'll just hold it out here further. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Carl actually did a review of the Rainier beer. Some Ranier, yeah. Some Ranier. And Canadian. And um, that was from uh, a past mail barge from Jim. And... Uh, Jim is a cheap beer connoisseur. Uh, Jim has actually written us again. Me and Jim, same. Yeah? Yeah, we like a real, we like a good value. Like a good good daily driver. Mm-hmm. So uh, just, just to uh, back up and refresh everyone's recollection, Jim sent one of our most popular um, <clears throat> packages in a, in a long time, if not ever, um, two six pack, a four pack, another six pack, stickers, dickers, 
flies. Oh my God, is that where the that's I, where the, I, that's okay. where the dickers that's came right. from? Yeah, 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 and then leaders. So I mean, yeah, and and we made note of the fact that Jim had also included uh, an S A S E, a self-addressed stamped envelope, and um, I knew what Jim was getting at <laughs> when Jim sent that self-addressed stamped envelope. Jim. Um, he was, and, and Jim's from out in the Pacific Northwest, uh, Oregon. Long-time listener. Long-time listener, right. first-time caller. And uh, he was he was basically, you know, making a proffer of a bunch of stickers and in return hoping for stickers. So my sense of humor kicked in, and I sent him a thank you note in his self-addressed <laughs> right. stamped envelope. Right. And uh, waited with with full, with a full two days with actually with nothing but a card saying thank you uh, <laughs> and then two days later maybe as much as three we sent him a big fat package Dude, it was just enough to like let that letter get into the, like, oh, the yeah. system and, yeah that's like, right shot out there that's yeah. right so the intended consequence of um the faux disappointment right. knowing that he would be getting <laughs> better mail two days later actually triggered a second letter. <laughs> we did not get a box the so, second time. We got a Quick letter. side note, Jim's, quite a few of Jim's stickers have actually made it onto my like personal tool, toolbox. Yeah. So it was like a, like a dragon. Yeah. Just like oh, a dick yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. The back of my toolbox, not the front. But, so you know, so like, Jim wrote back <laughs> and yeah. said, Howdy again from out west. I'm glad my package arrived unscathed and well received. Additionally, thank you, Larry, for the thank you card. Though you. I find the I found the envelope lighter yep. Yep. than I had hoped. Though I cannot recall the episode number, the Tinkara is the new anal stickers debuted for the first time with the directions that they were available for trade if my memory serves um, send suitable stickers uh, if suitable stickers would be sent they would be reviewed and if deemed acceptable be exchanged for a single Tinkara sticker there's also like the suitable and acceptable going on in there and right. they were just a bunch of stickers of dicks right so like <laughs> There might be like a little bit of a wash out there. Oh, he checked know? the box. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And he says, um, if this no, if this exchange is no longer available due to the limited supply, I understand. I send additional stickers <laughs> <laughs> if the first set were not up to snuff, and uh, begrudged but adamant is <laughs> how it's signed. <laughs> how it's signed Jim. Uh, cheap beer connoisseur, um, Jim. I believe uh, I believe we're out of stock on those. Oh, um, wow. But uh, we, I, I'll search. Um, I didn't know that was specifically what you were looking for. But uh, we did send Jim every sticker that we had in stock, multiples thereof, along with uh, you know the car air fresheners pretty much anything that we had in the uh office that had to do with our shenanigans so uh i th i think it's funny that he, he took the time to send the second <laughs> letter <laughs> and, he, and he sent more stickers so let's go through here's more of these uh dickers 
I mean, he's a man of his word. He Absolutely. Is. One and, way or another. And he's right. persistent. Persistent. He's going to get He's got a good sticker. sense yeah. of humor. Um, so I'll just pass around stickers after, of course, I poach. There was like some. Can we talk about that R2-D2 stamp on the envelope? Oh, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. I That's the it. sticker I want. Okay. Not that one. That's an old one. It's under the letter. R2-D2. No, it's it's over here because yeah, he sent the uh, um, second SASE. There you go. So Ben, well, we just gotta mail it back. Ben, you, well, yeah, we gotta mail him stickers back. Bro, I'm gonna cut this one off and stick a new sticker on it. Stamp on it. That's the, new, that's the sticker well, I want. Look at the one that uh-huh. came in. It was canceled. Boom, the boom. C three PO. All right, I'm taking that. Did one. you know the that uh, when it comes to you know C three PO from Titusville? I'm just kidding. I was like, come again. He's from a galaxy far, far away, <laughs> sir. <laughs> sir, I might have a well, piece. A little generous. Yeah. So, so you're also um, going to review. That's right. Another beer. Yeah. So, Jim, I've got oh the uh, God, Carl, incredible pulp, <laughs> blood orange extra pale ale, uh, right out of Bend, Oregon, uh, a town city. Uh-huh. I don't know what the preferred nomenclature is. Um, that I'm very fond of. It's the the city that we visit most when we are up in Oregon. Um, so I'll give it the uh, the old Taylor Trash beer review. You know the rules. Two sips, right, Ben? Yes, sir. Two sips. One for the crunchy part of the sip. The second one for the moist part. Well, I got to get a little bit of the head. That's the crunchy part. Guy, I got to get the head. So. Overall, a very drinkable beer. I mean, it's being that it's a extra pale ale, it's almost uh, an IPA, but it's got a little bit of that blood orange sweetness to it. So it's I can, not, it's, I, I'm getting the smell over here. It's, it's actually as, a delightful smell. Yeah, it's not as bitter. It's really flavorful. Um, if you like IPAs and, and pale ales, you'll like it. Um, it's it's really good. You know, it's it's a nice fusion, kind of an in between. A tweener, a tweener, yeah. I like I like a uh, little bit of a more hazy IPA and a pale ale. So, I mean, in between the two, this is perfect. I'll drink this all day. All right. Thanks, Jim. I appreciate it. And is I, is Jim also? Uh, no, that's been in the fridge for a hell no, of a long time. He's got he's got the monthless oh. tall boys left to review. That's okay. the, uh, That'll that's be the, the one next that you one. and I talked yeah. about. Yeah. The, and again, you really outdid yourself with these stamps, man. So, um, also... <laughs> Ben's fully sprung on these <laughs> Ben does not stickers. care about the stickers. Right. But no, the, the stickers uh, are great. Here, um, here's uh, mail that was uh, postmarked back on 24 July. Oh, dang. Nailed <laughs> <So laughs> <Damn> it. <laughs> but <laughs> Just the tiniest of dick stickers. Thanks, sir. But, uh, you know, we, we don't forget you. We just keep you in queue. Uh, these are stickers from Pesca Muerta, uh, specifically. The dead fish. Roland <laughs> Wagner Jr. Um, sent these to us. I recall when he sent us a uh, message asking for the proper address where oh, the uh, mail barge slows down and kicks off the square grouper. So, uh Big old handful of their stickers. I like their stickers. I've seen these. Super cool. 
Um, the mail barge is quiet going by today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Horn, so, so, yeah. Watch for finger. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, last. I one. guess we know which one's staying on that <laughs> side of the table. <laughs> he opens the envelope. Sometimes gets the cool it's, shit. It works out, doesn't it? So as we're as we're mail barging, um, did you guys? I mean, I really appreciated the absolute shit out of last episode. I yes. thought that was so fun. Oh yeah, it, it was That's... another huge thank you to Crystal Murray for cruising for, through. Absolutely, yeah. just speaking the truth to the yeah. Young, I mean, the young Taylor youth. You know what I mean? That's right. That was Even, that was really it was something different. It was fun. I've it actually was, yeah, had, had a, really um, good time. a couple of different people reach out and say that that has been their favorite episode to date. So nice. she lives currently lives like a few miles from where I was like born and lived for thirty years. She worked, I don't know, uh, what, 50, 75 miles south of that. And this is, like, stuff that I, like, messed with for, like, fun and, like, was interested in. And there's, like, oh, yeah, by the way, did you know this thing that just, like, blows your balls off? You know what I mean? You're, like, what? I was there, like, on, like, pretty close to where all that's going on, like, the whole time. Right. And, like, fished for that species or did this or do that or, you know, or was in that area. And it's, like... Oh, did you know this insane thing that you would have never figured out? Right. You know, unless you were looking for it. It's like, what? That was like, like, like under my feet, probably at some point. You uh-huh. know what I mean? It just, it's, so I thought that was just such a neat. Was that a, uh, the world doesn't revolve around Carl? Carl revolves around the um, world? Or? Well, uh, <laughs> so that's fake. Well, I think they call that fake news. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. The, the world not revolving around Carl. I just pulled up, um, actually, uh, a couple days ago, and I was thinking about it on the way here. I had a nice, rainy, shitty evening trying to like get out of the shop and get down here. And I was like, you know, it was easily two hours after I thought I'd be here. Right. Um, and there was a photo we took a long time ago. And there's a quote, and I don't know if it's real. And it says, if you believe I'm actually going to be there in five minutes, that's your fault. <laughs> no, that's it's a real quote. Oh, that's oh, a yeah, direct yeah, quote. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's just a photo of me sitting on like a on like a curb. Yeah, just yeah that, that's that's on Canal Street. Yeah, yeah, at the little um, the little auto like body a, shop. Yeah, right around the corner from the brewery. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, might have yeah. been after Andrew's thing. No. No, because no, Larry wasn't there for time. that. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, if you really think I'm going to be there five I, minutes, that's your fault. You, though. Anyway, Crystal, that was a very educational episode. Mm-hmm. I will keep That's an eye out. That's your neck of the for, woods too, man. She's in Tarpon. She I know, lives in Tarpon. I know. I I've never seen a sawfish. I've always wanted to. I've always thought they were the coolest fish, you know, or one of the coolest fish out there. Um, but I mean, I think I know. Speaking from from my perspective, I didn't. I knew they were endangered. I knew they were researched quite heavily, but I didn't realize to the extent and to the level that. You know her involvement and, and the other people out there's involvement are so i'm glad to know that <coughs> our tax dollars are going to a little bit of good news good oh news, yeah you know? yeah and i think like i mean as far as florida fish and wildlife is concerned and or like any of that stuff i think those are the like the mega trenches yeah. because it like they didn't get rich doing that no they're no, super not. educated so like proper colleges for a really long time and then like then you go out in the sun and in the dead fish and in the you know what i mean like it's like pretty gnarly well it's a labor of love yeah yeah so it's like those the that's where it's going on man that's a real like hotbed of keeping the shit that we like to do like 
in check. In balance. In balance. You know yeah. what? Yeah. One of the nuggets that I I gleaned from that too was the snook stamp. How that funds a lot of snook research. I might start right. buying snook stamps and never take a snook. Right. Because I, I personally I don't eat a lot of fish. Right. The fact that the snook stamp and the sales from some of those things go directly to research is. Yeah. I, yeah. I buy the what is it the gold sportsman yeah. which includes yeah. yep. Yep. and so yeah. if you're buying the gold sportsman you're paying for a snook stamp so that portion of your licensing fee right. will go to right. snook research yeah okay. so so maybe like a smart spender business person might go and get like the lifetime or like I've you got know, a lifetime like salt. I mean the but gold the, sportsman lifetime I, yeah they used to do that I don't know if they still they still do, do. do it's a thousand okay. bucks but the cool part about maybe going I got every Wyatt year, his um, lifetime yeah when he was three yeah yeah it was like three bills right yeah and then like at, at four it goes is, up yeah. right and, you know until oh, graduated eight, and age, what's right? what's cool yeah. with it is they stick it in. I'm probably going to get, I might get this wrong, but they, like, when you buy a lifetime, they take that fee and they stick it in an investment account and it, it stays the the original however many dollars. It goes into a trust. Yeah, it goes into a trust. And then yeah. they only, then they just use the interest to pay for, you know, each year and they just leave it in there to keep accruing. That would have been a good Oh, wow. One. I don't I feel. For last week. That'd I think I'd, I'd, I'll be honest. I was. Pretty zonked last week. I think I fell asleep during that part. Is that why you were so quiet? No, yeah, there I, was I, there was snoring. I, if you listen closely, a couple snores. There was oh, a I moment where I thought. thought I was good, and next thing I know, I like kind of nodded too, and Crystal's giving me this look like you were out hard, and I was like, "Fuck!" Yeah. Oh yeah, Crystal <laughs> looked at me, and I went, mm-hmm. "Like yeah, he's asleep." What's going yep, on? That's it, exactly it, what's happening. Literally sitting where you're, like I've you didn't have damn. the full head bob like Carl and I experienced, right? I don't know. I was asleep no, for it. No, he, right. he just kind of like settled in uh-huh. and had his eyes closed. But his breathing changed. Right. <laughs> and you're like, yep, he's you could, out. You could like watch his like body like turn into like sleep mode uh-huh. and then like, and then abruptly. Yeah. And then kind his of, eyes yeah. would open real slow right. and like focus for a second. <laughs> yeah. and then he would try to get back involved and he'd be back out. Here's, mm-hmm. here's the, the worst part about it is because like you, I can tell it's going to happen. Because like someone's like talking, you're trying so hard to focus on what they're doing and saying, and you're like trying to just listen, right? And then you like it, they just keep getting blurrier and blurrier, mm-hmm. and it sucks. So I, mean, I knew a dude <laughs> growing up. It's, it's a major side story. Knew a dude that had like a the, new dude. A new, <laughs> he a had new, a, a new was dude. He naked I knew a dude. Oh, um, that uh. He worked long hours, you know, he's a hardworking guy, whatever, and we kind of like assumed it was that, but he actually had that thing. That Narcolepsy. Fall asleep. Yeah, like when he would fall asleep like in public in the bars and shit, and then he like crashed like three cars. Oh. <laughs> he just fell asleep like driving, like just mm-hmm. totally normal. Like, oh man, he works really you know, hairy. He works really hard, man. He's, you know, a, it is what it is. dark turn. Dude, it was... The rest of it was hilarious, <laughs> except the crashing cars. He was fine. Right. Everybody lived and everything oh, else. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. Okay. As somebody yeah. who's fallen asleep at the wheel, that's that's not, that's no good. No I'm joke about that. Yeah. So um, he could afford them. Anybody? Anybody do any fishing since we've uh, Jameson last spoken? And Larry, I bass ponded <clears throat> it the other day. I caught I'm, a fingerling. If I'm reading the room. That was a, a note to me to mm-hmm. take take the lead here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I took the opportunity. Take the reins, Big Daddy. 
Actually, it wasn't. So on on Monday, um, I actually uh, went to. uh, We out here. (laughs) (laughs) No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Tell us your story. No, no, no. I mean, are we going chronologically? Right. Age before beauty. (laughs) Are we going chronologically? Yeah, yours is before mine. Okay, so Monday. I actually went up to uh, St. Augustine and uh, snuck in a little what? flood tide trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that where you did that? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. oh. Okay. Now, you went up um, to Jack's. Yeah, with Dr. Jackson. Chris. Yeah, with Chris, yeah. yeah. Okay. I thought there was like a weird like leftover photo from the Keys trip. No. Because huh? I saw his ride, and I'm like, what? Yeah. that doesn't really look like the Keys. They got much. Spartina down there in uh Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. So, I'm like, what is I didn't, I'm, you know, I would have never guessed in a million years that Chris had never done a trip up there. Hmm. And truth be told, um, Mark and I had already made plans to go and fish the flood tide during the week. Um, and then Mark had some family stuff come up, so he wasn't going to be able to. So I called up Chris and said, hey, man, um, there's a you know, flood tide happening during the week, during the middle of the day. Should probably be lightly attended. Do you want to go? And he was like, I've never been. Let's do it. So um, we went up, and it turned out that you know, when you're looking at the tide chart, that's a forecast. You know, it's their best guess. At, right. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, ultimately we did get a flooded, uh, you know, a flood big enough to flood the marsh, but it didn't flood quite as high because of the wind. Um, we ended yeah, up, it's got to be push. It's got to be pushing it in as well. I think yeah. to make it the big fat ones. Right. Yeah. So. Ultimately, it was it was kind of it was fun from the standpoint going with somebody that literally had never ever been, because you know we're we launched the boat, we're cruising up the ICW, and I'm like, hey, you know, turn that little creek mouth over there, and we turn in. I'm like, I see the tiny little creek mouth. Turn here, turn here. No, 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 right here, right here. Yeah. You know, and he's like looking at me like I'm crazy, and we turn in, and I'm like, all right, this is good, shut down, and he's like where are we fishing right and i'm like right. right up there like over up there and i'm like yeah and so we had to wait a few you know and you water's coming yeah, up and uh bit. i put i actually took the push pole first and uh pushed us up on the flat and still it's like a little slow coming up but finally we started getting enough water and so i'm like sliding us around yeah yeah not even really floating good just kind yeah. of sliding around and uh he saw the first tail and it to, to be able to be on the skiff with somebody when they see their first tail on the grass, he's like, Oh, there's a tail. And I'm like, yep, that's Mm -hmm. what we're here for. And, uh, he fed the fish, but it was one of those, uh, nip the back of the fly, the tail of the fly behind the hook Mm kind of deal. Mm -hmm. Line went tight. It, you know, it was all, I mean, all the elements were there. We just didn't land a fish or fight a fish. And then uh, we saw two or three more, just never could pull to him, get close enough to him for a shot. And then at some point I was like, man, I, I, I swear to you, it feels like, you know, the water's dropping. Like, you know, this is already, yeah. yeah, already. And I was like, let's move, you know, up the river a little bit and see if we can catch up with, you know, the water. And we rolled up the river and 
that's when I realized the the wind had been holding it out because we we crossed a tide line where it was like you know the water color and I was like oh shit it really is already coming back out so we pulled in um started hung out a little bit deeper like no we no no fuck it we just uh broke out I brought like uh charcuterie and stuff (laughs) we sat right a couple bologna sandwiches we sat and watched airplanes take off right Mm -hmm. there by the runway and Oh God! Another Av nerd. I didn't realize. Yeah. yeah. So uh, then we loaded back up, and we were home by dinner time. So it was uh, it was a fun trip. So uh, very. I know uh, St. Augustine is. I mean, it's not like, so accessible. It's, it's not, so yeah, quick, and it's not like us, yeah. it's not like undiscovered. I mean, there are people fish there, but I don't think it's like it's not whipped. It's kind no, of like, it doesn't it's like get loaded. beat on. Yeah, right. It's like the Savannah market where it's not jacksonville it's just right. north of there right they still have redfish they still have flood right. tides but it's you know less right it's not charleston it's the lowest I mean, it, it's, it's the lowest it's, people go to go flood right. tide fishing but you know it's we're gonna go we're gonna call it the <clears throat> and we're gonna but the stickers probably gonna come out like in a few weeks or whatever but it's gonna, gonna be called the low brow low country that, that could work <laughs> the yeah. low and brow low, low brow. country yeah yeah low and low brow. and brow beer right yeah. um you guys even remember Low and Brown? Oh yeah, okay. I think they still have it, right? I don't know. Oh, I don't think so. Um, the the next one is um, just north of, like in the north part of Volusia County, like maybe going into Flagler. Barely, it looks like that still. Yeah, yeah. I don't think yeah, it has there's, the there's flow. grass, but it there's grass, not. but there's no real flats. Right, yeah. you're just starting to see the Spartina. Right, you see the the mangroves starting to fade away, but right. now it's being replaced with Spartina. But you don't have the big, wide enough flats to get there. Gotcha. I don't. Yeah, because it's a, it's a narrower. Because you're going through. So that what towns would that be? Like you're going through like Flagler Beach, Flagler, Flagler Beach, and then Palm up to Coast. Uh, Palm Coast, Coast. Yep. Sea, Palm sea Coast. World. What is that? Marine Land Marine or whatever. Land. Yeah, Marine Land. it's the same. So then you're right there at Matanzas. Matanzas, uh-huh. and the, Matanzas. and but then, that one's not a big flower either. Really, there's not like a big. Right. Like, there's not enough tide because the river coming from the south kind of weak. Well, it's a really small inlet. Yeah. And it gets choked off. At, like, the, at the that's shallows. one of those that's not maintained. Right. So the channel moves around a lot. I couldn't, honestly could not believe hearing, you know, fishing reports and, you know, stuff on TV growing up and whatever, magazines. When I saw it for the first time, I'm like, that is Matanzas Inlet. I'm like, like I've heard this, the uh-huh. name of this before, and this is like, it's like a wet parking lot. Well, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, you know. It's not much there. It's a bridge. Right, a bridge goes yeah. across it, not yeah. even a high bridge. Yeah. Yep. You know? And it's not like Cause, boats cause in and out, and you know what, what you would think Smaller of. boats could go in and out of yeah. there, but you don't see like a sport fisher go in and oh, out of there because no. the yeah. bridge is too low, no, yeah. and the draft is too shallow yeah. for the, you know. And it's kind of wild that, that's the next one. If going north from here, that's the next inlet from. Well, have you ever gone to Fort uh, Matanzas? Um, yeah, yeah. That that's kind of a cool um, day trip if you yeah. got kids, or even if you're a history buff. Cruiser, that's cruiser the, uh, trip up the up the intercoastal. You, yeah, yeah. The Fort Matanzas w- was basically a small outpost fort that protects the back door the south the southern entrance to saint augustine because you've got the big 
fort in downtown St. Augustine. Mm-hmm. Right. But they needed something to protect Matan- the St. Augustine from the back end. If them people coming came around. in into the intercoastal kind yeah. of area, yeah. Yeah. And like through the marshes, they would just they could come up to the back of the fort and right. just tear it up. Yep. So there's that small fort there, and they have gun emplacements on the top of it. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's a neat tour. Very. Hmm. I've driven up there, I mean, more times than like I probably should have. Just, you know, a couple times for work and whatever, but just to kind of check out the area, just see, see what's going on. So. Have you been to, uh, this, yeah. this is turning into the, we're doing the road trip up A1A right, from right. Uh, like High Bridge. <laughs> yeah. Um, What's t- that whole area? High just... Tide Snack Jack. Oh, it's, no. It's the uh, restaurant that's over the uh, water on the beach side. Does somebody say road trip? Right. It's, it's you know, it's like JB's, you know. But up there. But like warm, warm beer, yeah. cold food, yeah. but location, yeah. location, location. Right. Love it. Oh, it's it's phenomenal. It's 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 a must do if you've never been to I'm High Tide Snack I've Jack. Seen, I think I've seen something like that. There's like a little kind of you have the Valley Park. Thing. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. on it's on it's half of it's on a pier. Yeah, like really, you know, like it doesn't go out into the ocean. Right. It's, it's probably two miles south of the Flagler Beach Pier. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. think I know exactly what you're talking about. On the ocean yeah, yeah. side. Um. Yeah, you, you got to go. So the the cool part about that little part of like it's, so it's, it's one hurricane away from never being seen again. Oh, right. absolutely, and a yeah. lot of that is. I, yeah. I really feel like so the road there is, you know, you're headed north. There is sand like on your like right tires. Yes, and like that's the beach. Yep, and to your left is like the first either store or restaurant or house or like whatever. It's divided mm-hmm. that way where it's not. A house that the beach is behind right. on your right. It is you are on. You're between the houses yeah. and the beach. Yeah, right. and you're yep. like right, just like chasing the the ocean Shoreline. up there. And it's and the roads are like kind of narrow. I think it's really slow through a few yeah. sections, like a yeah. twenty twenty five mile an hour speed mm-hmm. limit, like really weird. But it gives you like a minute to kind of like take it in. It's a neat little. That's a really cool little cruise. Yeah, it is. And I was looking for like dumb little creeks and stuff to like fish and screw around or ponds. We've well, got Bulow Creek. Bulow, I like that a lot. Yeah. yeah, that's like the high bridge. <laughs> yes, kind of like area back there. Um, what? <laughs> I'm good. You, you okay? Yeah. Ben's, okay. Ben's sleeping over there. Oh, no, Ben did, I did not sleep. I yawned. There's a difference. Um, did you have one? As, that? As no. the only morning. one, hey, morning, Ben. <laughs> morning, Carl. <laughs> As the only one on the podcast that's probably <laughs> never fished a flood tide, to hear that recollection is no. I mean, either real I one. You, you I pulled. Did. I did. We did. I, I pulled Carl around at Charleston. Forgot. Okay. Well, as as you haven't, I've never fished a flood. I've. Right. I just have never taken the. What are you doing this week? Right. Working. You party. But, um, <laughs> You look a little. We'll talk after. You look a little sick. <coughs> right. <coughs> Hold on. <coughs> you, you okay, know, bud? You all right? Yeah. You uh, take a nap I mean, like Ben. You look. You look like Tuesday is going to be like really Real congested. Right. Yeah. Wednesday uh, could be just as bad. Right. Well, chesty. I, even even though I already had the Carl Rona. Uh huh. I mean, you gave I, Carl the Carl Rona, you bastard. Oh, you, <laughs> you want to have this him. talk? You almost killed, <laughs> you that, you almost killed that old man, dude. You gave it to me. You almost killed that old man. You gave it to me. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> you almost killed that old bastard. Anywho, um, 
it's just it's it's cool to hear the recollections because I mean you you see what you see from the the folks that live up in Charleston and, uh-huh. and the various flood tide places, um, and uh, it's it's really interesting to hear a firsthand account, you know, of just sort of what can happen and the fact that the charcuterie and the <laughs> skiff beers and if you look on the to the left of the sign with all the stickers on it, the yeah. black frame. Yeah. Um, that fly that's framed is uh, Mark. Uh, when when we went to Marcus, it's Mark's, yeah. Oh, Mark's yeah, yeah. first Mark's far Marcus's first redfish oh. in the grass. Um, oh, that was from Charleston. Um, when we went to Charleston, I so took him on the my skiff. Day was it the oh, day so after? What, that's your badge of honor. That's like he, yeah, he, he popped his chair. He appreciated and, it, and he he sure. he framed the fly that he that's caught and gave it to me. When we had the boat I there, I yeah. yeah, that was I that trip. Yeah. It was like the day after that trip, or maybe during that trip. And it was during that. Was, trip. I think yeah. that's the trip where you disappeared because you had such a fun first night that we didn't see you for two days. Yeah, it was it was not. It was a portion of two two days. It was one day that was twelve hours per day for two days. What what, what was the what was the fucking uh, bar? It was like a W or whatever. I don't know. Wine, wine, it was like a German name. Yeah, Weimar. No, it was yeah. uh, Jeans Hofbrau. Oh, the Hofbrau. There you go. Yeah, Jeans Hofbrau. So the 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 one of the notable because there's quite a few notable things that evening, but uh, <laughs> the rhinestone long hauler. <laughs> Uh-huh. Was it's not that he's in I mean he's in better shape now and he's not that he's in really bad shape, but he used to be a little bit bigger feller. A little more husky. A little a little huskier feller. And we're in that back porch. You remember that? We're in that back porch that was outside. The, whoa, 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 pause. That was like the year before. Oh, okay. Different. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because he came flying through like a window. Like a like an open yeah, like above see. like a <laughs> Do you remember that? No, I was. That was, oh, was that was wonderful. the after dark days, and no, because we were there yeah. with yeah, it was. dude. Th- with yeah, um, it, was. it was. You weren't a part. Was of it? Jeans Hopper no. was. I wasn't after part of dark the, days too. The only I, other I time, time off. the only other we time were, we went we, to Jeans was, was the, uh, two years ago because Brad was with me. Yeah, no, Brad. And that's where Paul. He yeah. was. Ha- he was having a. He was having a chicken. He was having a chicken strip. He was real different, Brad, bro. You was that the mid event beer fest. That the uh, the brewery they were doing it at kept giving you beers. Yeah, and you just it, kept drinking, Cooper and River. drinking, and Cooper drinking. Brewery. Yeah, well, I typically keep drinking and right. drinking. Yeah, that was an issue. Well, but, you know. but yeah, we recorded, and they yeah. they were, yeah that one that yeah. was that was, was. I have a video of me. In the was, I have a video on the classic? way there. Yes, yeah. I'm like, I'm like an alien. Well, like, the uh, on the way there. The interesting thing about that episode um, of After Dark. You know, we we agreed that we would come up to the Taylor's Ball and we would do a live, right? You know, session record live at their event, whatever. With some guests, yeah. And we would interview their guests and stuff. Um, Dustin, who um, was was running the brewery, I believe had an ownership interest at the time. He had come out and said. You know, let me know what your all's favorite beer is, and you know, I'll keep. it was like a blonde something well, or other. Well, I said, you know, to be honest, we've only had I've only had IPAs, right? Uh, no, was- they had a uh, blood orange um, ale, yeah, right. that I really liked, and I said, but we've really not tried all your beer, and he said, well, let me 
start bringing you samples and once you guys know what you like let us know what you like and as soon as i said i said oh i already know what i like and it was the blood orange one okay and um like a blood orange blonde it was the blood orange blonde yeah yeah. and it was man i loved it It and he started having us brought out growlers and so we had cups in my you know that's that's the danger ranger, mm-hmm. like to a point. you know the danger ranger because no longer well, it's the growler. To the well, no, it's it's you can't you're not able to meter out and keep up with how much you're having because mm-hmm. it's like you're just topping you know, you're, off. You're, the same yeah, you just keep yeah. topping yeah. off, topping off, mm-hmm. topping off, and it just kept coming and kept coming and kept coming, and then we you know next thing you know you're three growlers in, mm-hmm. <laughs> and now it's. They're closing a, down, and we got to go somewhere else. Grass, so we end up yeah. in Jeans Hoffbrow or that's, whatever. That's the trip. I'm telling you, man. That's the trip. No, that's I, not the one we had the boat at. Right. That's the one yeah. Brad and like that. And, yeah. And and Chaw came d- diving through a window. Right. And then there's yeah, the famous Pedante Speedo picture on uh, the back porch. Yeah. yeah so that was yeah. at a different place right. than where we were. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That was. Yeah. We didn't have. Any, yeah. We, we had we weren't a party with that. No. Okay. But the but the the year that Mark caught that. His, that would have been the one redfish first, first flood tide. That was after. I think after. It, I think it was the same year that you uh, got Just your taste of um, ranch. Ranch. Yeah. At the end. yeah, because you didn't go. Oh, yeah. Your, the, yeah. Because last time you didn't go. Brad and I went out. I rode with Brad, and then Mark came, and you and Shannon. No, you did go. No, no, you, did go. It, you had right. you yeah. had your skiff with the crazy. Yeah, deck. we had the disco deck yeah. here. The disco deck. Yeah, I'm but thinking of the year before that. There was one I didn't go to. Like I'd been to one. It was the year one, before. Came yeah. back. Okay. And then there was. I think that was like. And the, yeah, it was the remix that right, you and the, I were taking. The, <laughs> the remix with the disco deck. <laughs> the, the disco deck remix, mm-hmm. which was I got ranched up. I really still liked. Uh, like I think you should have kept that. I have deck. the front hatch. Still with really? it on there, yeah. I agree. We did it. We made a different hatch oh, yeah. for the boat. The disco so, deck was so unique. Yes, I, I legitimately was going to keep it. I got to the point I loved it, but we had like four beers, and it was like the night before we had to like leave. Oh, yeah, yeah, like four yeah. or we more beers. We take that puppy off and roll Joko. Yeah, on. and it was like, what is in the thing? And we just and we're just like, what do we really have? Because we're like. We're not going to spend money on paint. What right. gel coat do we have? And As we had Boston be. Whaler Blue right. and Dead Grass Green. Mm-hmm. It looked good. It looked good. It got Because I remember hot. the first time I saw it, I walked out on the balcony at the hotel and I looked down and I was like, holy shit, boys, mm-hmm. that's fucking cool. Yeah. It got too hot. Okay. So, so yeah, the, both change, of the colors were just a little so warm. Change so one for or the, two of the colors. Right. The, the two times... A month that you're going fishing, your feet get too hot. Yeah, man. Yeah. Exactly. It's called, yeah, called flip flops. Uh, it's called he's got a girlfriend now. You're not the one. <laughs> I <laughs> do. And we do fish. Mm-hmm. I, let me back up. I fish. Mm-hmm. You just splash some water up there. She'll be all right. Mm-hmm. The yeah, it got too hot, but I did decide if like if I ever build another one, there it's going to be some form of two tone and psycho. Like mm-hmm. it, it doesn't matter. The fish don't care. No. Have fun I've, with it. I've I've been poking around. Actually, with to be it. fair, if I just ever redo my gel cut, my non skid. Right. I mean, speaking of vessels, uh, 
I already told the fellows. Talking about my new sleds, or to, to, any, to any listeners out there that were really anticipated to see the uh, sword spine, the the boat mm-hmm. that I've been building, it will not be at the dinghy derby. Uh, sorry to inform you, but mm-hmm. due to um, well time as well as some other personal family things I got going on, obligations, family just, obligations. I just can't get it done, so it'll be at uh, the next dinghy derby. That's for damn sure. Okay. Cool. So. Well, and we can get it all dialed in and nice. That's right. It'll be perfect. We won't have to put a disco deck on it the night before. No. So no, no, no. It, the dinghy derby is a really like special time for me because I my stress levels get to where like my ears work different. Carl like, I hear stuff that I don't usually. It's just like really like bizarre. Like there's pressure in my head. If anybody we wants bolt decks on to like Ben's boat, the first one. Yep. Like with screws. Remember yeah, that? yeah, it was like yeah. no non-skid at all, and then yeah. we did, and then oh no, and then the next one was the, <laughs> then the was a month later or something that we had the it, disco. No, because it was June right twenty second was the first. Yep. So June twenty first, we put bonding putty. Yeah, at some like screws ten o'clock at night. Bonded the cap to the boat and had to put screws because we were worried it was going to rattle loose. Yeah, rattle loose on the way home. No time to not yeah. get it. Hooking batteries up at the shop. Move to October for the Taylor's Ball. Right, and we had and we had changed it. We had put hatches and all that. We kind had of stuff. hatches. Yeah. We rolled knots get the night before, and then we were later than everyone getting up there because we stopped at West Marine and put the and bought all the hardware up in the parking lot. <laughs> hooked the, it up. Yeah. the pulling platform on it. Yeah. Every piece like, of the push pull holders. Yeah. The whole shebang. Yeah, stainless. Like by like the buying like single screws by like the three and a half dollars worth oh per piece gosh. i think yeah. we spent 140 yeah. bucks yeah. at west marine and like but we also did it about ten dollars at a time so <laughs> we kept running in and out yeah we kept like how many do we need to fiddle it right we used it as our like personal like personal yes. uh like supply house like or toolbox yeah we just kept running in and out so ten dollars at a time 250 dollars later if anybody's wondering, Carl's most productive week of the year. <laughs> right before Dinghy Derby. The week prior to Dinghy Derby. Right. It just gets really that gets week, going. He also had to paint my Ginu. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. The very right. first Dinghy Derby. Well, did you and have the, to same, get... the same night I picked it up. Yeah. Yeah, because that pulled out and then that pulled out. <laughs> but yeah. you had to get your boat, like, actually. Or to, like, run, barely. To like, run. Yeah, like, like the tiller, yeah. like, yeah. put so, like, on. Jack that uh, thing together. To any of you out there that think that this was like a really well-oiled machine, right? Or a super smooth, or that I it's, it's lubricated with beer in it. So yes. you know, we, you know, yeah. The slickness of that morning was like, gotta get there early. It's crazy dark, like middle of the night, kind of like it was weird. It was like five or five thirty in the morning. Get to the boat, I put the boat in, like get everything kind of going and load. I couldn't buy beer. Load up. Well, and I, I just started flying south. So I put in. You put in. That's right. House. You rode the uh-huh. boat because you rode had away. a pretty dicey trailer. At Very the time. dicey trailer. Yeah. So I rode down, Still and there. I came like hard on ground at like full throttle, like <laughs> two times, <laughs> two different times on the way to like the first thing. I was like five minutes late at like seven or seven thirty or whatever. It's like two hours later. I'm pretty sure I did too. Wow! Dude, yeah, I ran ground because I, yeah. I. So if you think so we're I, slick, I was and trying also, to be smart. My boat's never had lights on it. 
There you go. So it was dead dark, just flying. And then... Like twice. So we leave the shop. I Way later than I ever wanted to, launch the boat here, tie it off. Because I have to go home and pick up the pontoon boat. Right. And drive it here the next day. Right. And The same day. Yeah, the same day. A few hours later. Yeah. So I didn't even... Like, I made stop one, like... 10 minutes late just because the pontoon was so slow. No, no, no. You were late, too, because <clears throat> somebody at the end of the table forgot to pick up Doggy Daddy. Oh, my God. No, no, no. But No, we, I did fully show up. <laughs> no, I know. but Without Doggy Daddy. I know. Like, uh, there's something missing. And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. so then I, I had the pontoon boat drop me off at the, the south dock. Mm-hmm. And then... Put Doggy Daddy on my boat and motored him so out. So I to think the one pontoon. of the first rides on the on your oh, would be the, Doggy he Daddy. He was the first. Yeah. He was the first. Uh huh. So for anybody listening at home that doesn't know what we're talking about, it was the first dinghy derby. And uh, if you want some more of our shenanigans, you better come out to the third annual right. dinghy derby, which is only our second on water dinghy derby. Right. That's right. Yeah. So and let us know. I mean. If we're going to talk just a just a, for a minute about the dinghy derby, um, quick segue, quick segue because it's important. I really think to uh, thank everybody that's helping us. Mm-hmm. Yep, do this. Um, oh, because it's it's one hundred percent. It's a fun event. It's meant to be fun to build community to have a great time, but the underlying reason for it is to raise money for Marine Discovery Center. And um, <clears throat> the thingy before the dinghy is where we're going to hold the raffle this year. And so far, raffle donors, and uh, there's just a slew of raffle prizes. Between and also um, grub, <coughs> the food, yeah, we're, we're the things, yeah. So raffle um donations so far fish pond j red customs yeti uh good luck banana captain connor uh down in the everglades is giving away a trip windlass woodworks march uh marshfly lampson ogre captain justin price is giving away a trip in the lagoon free fly Travis Luther, Cheeky, Cape Clasp, Moccasin, uh, Fly Club, Joe Gilmartin. That's the uh, maker of the custom bamboo fly rod. Oh, really? Tanner Sievert, he's uh, giving away a guided trip. RX, giving away hooks and and, uh, some other stuff. Flyman, a bunch of pre-tied game changers and... They're uh, kick-ass um, poppers. Can I go back to being a listener yet? No kidding. Mm-hmm. And then um, a couple of things that are going to pop up starting. By the time you're hearing our podcast, we're recording it on Sunday evening. Uh, it'll come out on Monday, most likely, tomorrow. Um, you will have heard uh, for the second year in a row Ben Sittig, huge fly fisherman, is going to be raffling off a guided trip with him out west. You have to get yourself there. But uh, a day on the water with Ben and uh, 
Is that going to run the same as it did last year, where it'll be kind of an after the event type uh, online? It's going to. It's, it's going to the. It's going to open. The bidding's going to open tomorrow. Okay. And it's going to run through the twenty seventh. Will it be on his website and our website and everything? Yeah. Okay. Um, we have links and probably socials. And there's stuff. there's uh, on YouTube. There's a YouTube video coming out, which I shared it on the text. You guys didn't watch it. Oh, I don't know. I don't think you shared that. I don't think you shared it. I absolutely 100% did. Um, And then uh, in addition to that auction, um, Wilds Drake, uh, he's going to auction off the opportunity to come up and fish a flood tide with him in a Drake boat uh, in Charleston in the low country. And the cool thing uh about his auction is whatever his auction is drake boatworks is going to match oh that mm-hmm. amount wow so between those two auctions um ben's auction actually raised two thousand dollars last year towards wow. the 12 grand that we mm-hmm. ultimately made a donation yeah so uh, when you see his, he, he actually has a ton of footage uh, on a video that comes out tomorrow on YouTube. Uh, if you're on whatever .tv, you could have already seen this special, video. Special. special .tv, you would have already seen this video. It's footage of him fishing with recent time. the yeah. winner from of last year's, yeah, last year's uh, really? that won the trip last year. Because travel got weird, right? So travel got yep. pretty weird. Was or still pretty weird at that time. So he didn't go till the guy didn't go till like the following year, like this year. Yeah, he I was the yeah, yeah, yeah. earlier this summer. Yeah, I mean. So the other thing about the thing before the dinghy, where we're going to be doing the um, what's it called raffle? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have vendors. Uh, one of the most important vendors, I think, I feel, is Peterson Barbecue. Oh yeah, right. um, I mean, Peterson Barbecue is bringing a huge smoker. They're providing all of the food, and yeah. they're selling the food by the plate. I think it's going to be like a $10 barbecue plate. So which, is, which is in and of itself an amazing price for a great right. barbecue. Nowadays, I mean, shit. you can't find it for that right. Much. right. And 100% of the proceeds of that $10 plate is going towards the donation. Right. And here's the thing that I, I'm making a plea. If, if you guys can look on our Instagram, there's a post about, hey, are you coming to the thingy before the dinghy? Check in. Let us know. We're trying to get a rough idea of head count yeah. so that we have plenty of barbecue. We don't want to run out of barbecue. Well, um, and the other thing, too, is we don't want them to make way too much. That's what I'm saying. You know, yeah. if, if right. They're, they're paying for it and donating the Right. They're right. coming out of pocket. Like, they're they're yeah. taking a loss on this night just to supply us with some great food. And, and, they're, and they're doing it MDC out of with a ton of money. And, right. Yeah. You know, yeah. Exactly. The kindness yeah. of their hearts. I mean. So, in addition to having the barbecue there, um, we're going to have the Ice Queen truck. Um, so we already know that there's several families that are bringing their kids. There's going to be an ice cream truck there. Um, there's also going to be adult icy beverages available oh, from the ice queen oh, truck. Nice. Um, let the Uber vendors that are mm-hmm. going to be on display. Um, they're doing their thing. Travis Luther art. Uh, he'll have his stuff. He may even be doing some live painting while he's there. Wow. Michael Halcom, uh, he's a photographer here, local. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, he's got some amazing photography. He's going to have a booth set up. Keep NSB clean. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, very good. Yeah. They're an awesome group that uh, does a lot of beach cleanups, and uh, they'll be there sharing their information and encouraging people to do the right thing. And they're from, they're actually like a, that crew is from right there. Yeah. So they absolutely. actually work right where we're partying at yep. night. Yeah. So that's really neat. Furry Friends Pet Treats, because uh, it's a dog friendly uh, event. Mm-hmm. You okay. let your dog run uh, around for too long? I'm taking them home. And they're actually <laughs> going to uh, be supplying one of the raffle prizes. Uh, it's going to be like a really cool gift basket with a bunch of uh, homemade dog treats. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you, we get our dog bones from her every Saturday at the farmer's market. Mm-hmm. And Tiller absolutely loves them. Yeah. Whoever wins that, if you don't have a dog, come find me. Right. I got, I got some cash in the back. <laughs> Shadow Line Flyco. Uh, they're going to come up, set up a booth. Uh, Greg Lynn. He does uh, metal fish art. Yeah. Uh, we ran into him, discovered him at the farmer's market. Clear Purpose Creations. They actually use resin and plastic that they recover from the beach to make uh, jewelry and decorative oh, items for the home. Decent. And Castaway Customs is going to cool, have cool. a booth. Yeah. So uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of things to see, uh, Larry, a lot of things to do, the and then we're going to have a bunch most, of boats. The most yeah. important booth. Oh, we're going to get to that. Okay. We're going right. to get to that. Don't you forget about me, Dan. I think it. we're going to have Razorfish. Probably Floyd is coming back mm-hmm. like last year. Um, we might have a third. We may have a third. Yeah, we're, we're gunning for brand yeah. new. Let's see how productive Carl can be in the next um, don't, So come out, check out some new it. skiffs. <laughs> get some barbecue in your belly. Bring a big old fat fistful of cash mm-hmm. to uh, a little bit of hand lettuce bid on or not bid but buy your tickets for the the raffle and don't forget carl's gonna have a booth and we've got some good donated slightly lightly used mm-hmm. fly rods reels other things dusty to crusty i've got all kind of weird carl's stuff. tackle shack yeah carl's tackle shack's gonna be down there i've got all kind of weird stuff that's come from around like the neighborhood and stuff as i've been talking about this thing just like i don't even know what you'd call it, novelties and just junk and i'm gonna bring not a bunch junk. of my old sticker collection no, 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 no. stuff and it's you know whatever so it'll be the collectibles we'll call them collectibles one man's junk is another man's treasure well right. and like if Treasures. you're listening to this you're going oh shoot there's you know two weeks left i don't have time to send it in but you're coming to the derby and you want to donate a dusty to crusty item bring it show with it you up. that's you have right to show up and we'll figure it out you know yeah that's what it is all the proceeds go right. to mdc mm-hmm. um you could you could you could donate a rod that you don't use or a reel that you don't use or even a line that you don't use <coughs> and that could be the way that somebody gets into fly fishing right yep. i got into fly fishing by my grandfather's old gl2 uh g loomis rod that he didn't use and was sitting in the closet and that was how i got into it and you know look at me now but right um, yeah <laughs> you know i mean look, Ma, no hands like it's 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 for a good cause it's you know helping you out 
cleaning out the closet and things that you don't use, and and it, it hopefully will go to somebody that really will I cherish think so. that it's, as as a as a new thing and a, and a unique thing to have. The stuff that I dug up is not like anomaly stuff. This is all the stuff that you would use here, anyways, right? Right. Like I don't have, you know, like two weight trout stuff, and I don't have like twelve weight tarpon stuff. This is all like within our wheelhouse right you but know what i mean still, it's, even even if you do have but that ha- it's two like, weight rod at the yeah, house yeah. that you'd only use you know once in a blue moon you bought it for a trip and you're never going to use it yeah but. well and i also think that you know there's a certain element of people that are that may come out that, that's right that end up thinking well i could afford to get this setup from right. carl and they do it are always going to have a lifelong memory of where they got it from. Right. right. Yeah. It was at a fundraiser at Marine Discovery Center for yeah. Marine Discovery Center. And, you know, it was a bunch of crazy guys right. that just, you know, have a passion for trying to save the place that they love. Mm-hmm. So it, it it's kind of a romanticizing of it, uh, but you're hitting the nail on the head. I think yeah. it'll be, I think it's going to be that particular dusty to crusty thing is going to be like i think it'll be funny and fun and like we'll kind of have a good time with it as well you know what i mean absolutely we'll we'll be bidding back and forth and you know we'll have some arguments and i'm gonna i'll storm off like out of like the store (laughs) don't worry Um, real haggling yeah real haggling real going on i want to bring i'm gonna drag up um when larry and i talked about it this week i'm gonna drag up as many old stickers and stuff that i haven't or doubles or like whatever that i have mm-hmm. personally sticker packs yeah. yeah so we're gonna do you know it may be old show stuff it may be just stuff that people sent in that i haven't unique home stuff for or whatever yeah Vintage. just weird stuff yeah so i think that'll be a nice way to do you know two or three or five bucks or ten you know like whatever worth of stickers versus maybe you need a rod maybe you don't i mean maybe you're right. stacked up you know yeah. you, but you want to still want to kick in that's you know we'll have all kind of weird that's right you know probably like a i don't know a dragon that's a penis or something <laughs> like or something there's got to be something <laughs> brand new dicker for you right well it's a fee it's more of a phoenix it's on fire ah <laughs> so um we got here from the fishing report well actually we're, we're <laughs> where we're going is your grandfather that's right in the gl2 yeah so you're still fishing to this day. I am. I'm, and and I am. when's the most recent you've been fishing? So, unfortunately, a quick story about that GL2 that I had. Uh, I went out night fishing uh, at one point and was throwing a, a shrimp pattern that had a pretty heavy dumbbell eye on it. Took a back cast, took a forward cast, and that GL2 took it right in between guides number three and four from the top. So, mm. it... it it bit the dust, and uh, that rod was special to me because my grandfather had it special ordered with his name on it. Oh, wow. So right above, right under the G. Loomis logo, they still have that plan um, for a uh, distributor. And uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I sent it back to him, and... They sent me the equivalently equivalently priced rod that they still made because at the time right. they, they don't make the GL two anymore or the sure. GL three or any of them. Um, 
but they didn't give me the opportunity to get that rod back. And so that's probably one of the things that I'll always, you know, regret. Wish that you had yeah. back. Yeah, even if it was just the butt section, just to have right. that, you know. And um, But anywho, speaking of night fishing, <coughs> I had the opportunity to uh, go out with a good friend of mine, Matt Foster, uh, who guides under the Gulf Coast Fly uh, name, and if you wanted to end up booking a trip with him, just reach out to Gulf Coast Fly or reach out to me uh, on the socials, and I can get you his contact info, but he's a guide out of Tampa, uh, been a longtime friend since before he was a guide, before I, you know, moved out this way, um, as part of the having to go and deal with family that still live over in that area, uh, Luckily, they go to sleep kind of early, and he and I like to stay out and, and fish in the night. And uh, we ended up <coughs> taking a visit to a bridge, had a pretty decent tide, and ended up hooking into... You went to the fucking Skyway, didn't you? We may have. It, it's one of the... I, I'm not going to name any names, but it's... Jenny Howard Franklin, Courtney Kimball Causeway. A bridge right. in the Tampa Bay area that right. is a larger bridge. Sam um, Key. It's, it's whatever. It could be any of them. You could say Skyway if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be upset. But, um, yeah, so we, we, we ended up going out, got a really good incoming tide the whole night, and uh, posted up and uh, ended up sitting in this bay. And uh, he ended up hooking up into a fish really early. We fought that for a little while, and I got a leader on it. So by tournament rules, that's caught fish. Uh, we ended up switching up. Because I had never done it before. He wanted to show me how it's done. Um, we switched up. Ended up, you know, he got me back into a, a stall, as they call them, in the, the bridge fishing game because of the pylons on either side. Ended up getting into a stall that was, I mean, just loaded with fish. There was rolling fish. There was tailing fish. I've never seen a tailing tarpon, but they legitimately tail and, you know, sit up there with the fin just waving hanging out in the current um eating and uh after a couple casts of getting used to it trying to to catch the drift properly because uh, the incoming tide it, it took were you having to mend no no mend no mend but it was like 10 foot casts and by the time you know because i want to cast you know 20 feet right by the time i i got it in the zone it was already you know five feet to their left and the fish didn't even see it but anywho uh i ended up <laughs> I ended up getting one in the zone, getting an eat, came tight, and uh, the fight was on from there. He went, he did exactly what we wanted to. He went right out of the bridge area, jumped out into the open, and then he kind of hung a beeline right down the line of the bridge. And so we uh, got on the motor, fought him for a little bit, tried to pull him away from the bridge, got him out into open water, and uh, ended up having the opportunity to catch my personal best tarpon uh, we estimate probably a, a 50 to 60 pound maybe 70 pound fish he was pretty girthy but he's kind of short um but so he, he didn't go deep but he was hell on the walls he kicked my ass yeah <laughs> yeah he episode 69 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i i mentioned to him i, I mentioned really him who was on, it together. A, on the motor like I don't know how the hell these old guys do this down in the Keys. Constantly, like, over and over again. Yeah, Because, like, fucking hell, man. Mm-hmm. I got 10 minutes mm-hmm. into that fight, and I was exhausted. Episode 69 brought to you by BlueChew.com. And, I mean, we were, we were on a, a 12-weight rod, and he was still kicking my ass. And I was, I was giving him the business. I had the, the rod bent pretty much in half, and 
There's a there's actually some really good if you really dig deep on the Instagrams. There's a couple decent videos. Did yeah. you put one up? I know your old lady put one up. She had a good one. Right. Yeah, I, ha- yeah. I have videos. I haven't yeah. put them up yeah. yet. But she I, I she put up posting. a good, like in her stories or whatever. I yeah. was like, go ahead, dude. Like, it was like, you're like dragging the fish long after you're like, yeah. you know, got a release, getting rejuvenated. Yeah. And then there was the one that was on our our show, the Shred Thread. Thread. Yeah. yeah. With yeah. Uh, the good part of the fight. And you were leaned, leaned into him. Oh, yeah. No, I, yeah. I was leaned into him mm-hmm. a majority of the fight. Yeah. I mean, there was. There was no point where there was slack in the rod. There was always a flex in the rod, and at a, at one point, I was really concerned that I was going to snap the rod, but it mm-hmm. it held up. And you know, just not not doing that, not right. being into a fish that big, I didn't realize, you know, what sort of event I was in for. But a lot more respect for that fish after after catching my first big big tarpon. Right. I mean, I've caught twenty and thirty pounders, but. That separation from the thirty pounder to the sixty pounder is significant. So, mm-hmm. think they call it exponential. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could say that. Yeah, that that fish significant is, digit. Yeah, they're they're you. The smaller fish, they they're fighting for that life, but that bigger fish is fighting for its life, and he's similarly sized to you. So it's mm-hmm. right a fight like anything you've ever imagined. So. Well, sweet. You guys want to do a little bit of a break? That's what I was about to ask because, uh, believe it or not, we've got more mail barge to get to, and uh, i got to go round some of it up. I think the rain has slowed down, Mm -hmm. and uh, when we come back, it'll be another round of mail barge madness. I like it. So hang out, check it out. We'll be back shortly. So, uh, guys, I have a big old stack here of Peterson barbecue swag. Oh, baby. Stickers and koozies for everybody at the table. And What do uh, they call that? A, a title sponsor? Title sponsor of the... Uh, yeah. Of, thingy Derby Theory? Of the thingy before the thingy dingy. Thingy before the dingy. And uh, check this out. Handwritten. Fellas. Here's the required handwritten. There it is. Musical note. <laughs> Carl, <laughs> keep the beer cold until the thingy. Clint, mm-hmm. thank you, Clint. And I actually dig their uh, koozie because it's got their pretty awesome logo, and on the back side, it's got a cow, 
a chicken, and a hog, and it says beef, chicken, pork. So, so they do it all. Clint hails from West Coast? Clint is from what's what's just east of like Tarpon um oh, Land like, of Lakes. Yeah, okay. That area. Yeah, so kind of yep. central. So he probably goes all over, right? Yeah. Just like all central Orlando, all that kind of stuff. Yep. Yeah. So there you go, yep. there you go. Appreciate you. The uh and I, I'm digging the colors. Yeah, for sure. It's funny, it reminds Carl. me there's Thank a barbecue you, joint in Ohio called Oinkadoodle Mill. And that's what the back logo reminds me of. It's not a, a cool orange. It's not, you know, that neon. It's, 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 right. it's more comfortable. It's, it's a little it's warmer. Orange, yeah. yeah. A little bit more palatable. Mm-hmm. And it's not like a Tennessee orange, but it's kind of right. approaching like it. Horns, like, you a know burnt, what I mean? like a burnt Tennessee. It's almost like a, that'd be a Texas. Right. Like it, the no, really it's burnt. Some, it's the a little more orange. U.S. But yeah. it's, this isn't, but like a burnt orange. Right. It's like right. makes me think Texas. Yep, you're right. The the wrong UT. If, like if you did, if Horns you down, if this right? is like a Vol shirt that you bought at a gas station. Like the colors, yeah, are just a little colors off. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we have any listeners in Texas? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Bro, I just wondering. I, just, mm-hmm. I know how this may come as a surprise to you, young man. Mm-hmm. There's not a state in this here country that we don't have listeners. Right. Hot awfully, damn. Uh-huh. awfully steers and queers, and I don't see no horns. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've. We, turns out we're gonna have uh, a good handful of uh, extras. Jelly donut. <laughs> so uh, we should be able to hand out some. Uh, Peterson Barbecue Swag at the Shindig, mm-hmm. also known as the Thingy. And if you don't get the handout, you Before can buy one from Carl's Bazaar, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Those will go to our extra extra right. beneficiaries. Right. It's going to start high, running. High profile donators. I'm going to start. I'm going to run right. around like All thingy, right? right? And I'm going to like muscle people for like free stickers and koozies and stuff. And then I'm going <laughs> to take them over to the bazaar and sell them to you. Yeah. <laughs> so, in no particular order, let's. Carl's shakedown. Right. <laughs> yeah. This one. I was going to check to see uh, what the uh, time delay is, but wherever this one was postmarked, it looks like somebody just took a sharpie and scribbled over the stamp. Um, coming out of Wayne, Pennsylvania. PA, man. Oh, there's a there's a note, so we'll be able to put two and three together and get oh, four. Yes. That's not even college rule. That's correct. All right. We've got a, a Ziploc baggie with a green leafy, no, uh, a feathery substance. That's a disposable package. Mm-hmm. Man, those are some honker hooks on those mm-hmm. clousers. That, I think they sell baggies like that in I'm, gas stations if they don't <laughs> They're a little bit smaller and, All right. and more, more square. You know, it's yeah. good because you can buy them by the individual bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Less markings. All right, let's see if I can do any better at uh, reading a letter here. Kind of nailed it on the flies, though. This is the stuff here. Guys, I was tying flies for an upcoming trip, and since I had about 30 done, of which I'll probably use three or four of. Three or four? Where's, where's I mean the trip? One. Yeah. Where's the trip to? I want to know. It's got to be Loke. I figured I would tie you some. I both suck at <laughs> tying and know very little about red fishing. 
I fish in South Jersey, and I'm hoping this climate change everyone talks about brings a redfish fishery with it. Probably so. Hey. That would be cool. Anyway, I don't have any friends that fly fish, so your podcast makes me happy because I feel like I am involved in the conversation, and that is nice. Keep up the good work, and if any of you find your way to Southeast Pennsylvania or South Jersey, hit me up. And that's from Chad Munchbach. You got into some... some Chad, thanks, brother. Mm-hmm. You got into some trout in PA, didn't you, Larry? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Um, but see, he's trout. in Southeast PA, so probably like Jersey Shore. Awesome. Oh, so a little I, fr- fresh mozzarella, you know so what I mean? So I'm, I'm wondering, Chad, do you ever get down and chase the stripers around stripers. the Saudi banks? Because I've we've got a guy that lives here in the Taylor Park that's actually from Jersey, Steve. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dirty Jersey. Yeah, yeah Dirty Steve. Mm-hmm. And uh, Steve always tells us stories. What well, The funny thing about Steve, Steve is... 85 i think maybe 86 now mm-hmm. which is hard to believe because when you look at him he doesn't look a damn no, about 65 right. correct um and steve has about five different stories that he tells and he doesn't remember that he's already told you these stories mm-hmm. and um or that <laughs> or that like the particulars are changing no no they they actually oh, stay pretty consistent good. they stay pretty consistent good for steve um, but the funny thing is he always kind of just, it's, it's a never ending story. Right. And all of his contemporaries in the neighborhood here, cause the truth about the Taylor park is for the most part, it's a 55 and older trailer park. Mm-hmm. Um, every, every one of Steve's buddies call him short story behind his back because it's so because long. it's so long <laughs> but uh one of steve's favorite stories to tell is fishing for stripers up in the soddy banks um so chad i hope that uh that's really a place and i hope it's a place that you get to go chase stripers because uh I'm gonna show your flies to Steve and either and way see we're if they're Steve. worth a shit either way we're gonna fucking s- tell you yeah Either way, we're going to send Steve to your house. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Now we have your address. Steve's on his way. Yep. So, Chad, thank you very much. Steve's on his hover round in his golf cart. So, um, a few days. From uh, JR, that uh, is the CEO, creator, um, man behind the plan at Good Luck Banana. Okay. Mm -hmm. When he sent uh, his raffle prizes in, there was an envelope that said for the crew. I'm assuming that's us. And he says, uh, one of these years, I'll make it down for the Derby. In the meantime, I'm happy to be able to support with a few things from the side hustle. Really admire the time and energy you all put into your watershed. If all fishermen were like you, we wouldn't have a lot of these issues to begin with. Hope you all have a great event. Good luck out there, JR. And then, you know, we're, we've all got our um, banana good luck mm-hmm. uh, coasters around the table at this point. But one of my, like, brilliant, one of the more brilliant stickers that's come out uh, lately, and JR's the man behind it, 
it's a play on the Gadsden flag. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen it? No, no. I don't think I've seen that one. So, especially here. Especially oh, yeah. here. The, the, yeah. You, there's a tail or a splash or something. What does the guy on the back of the boat always say? Mullet. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's a Gadsden flag that simply has a mullet on it and says, that was mullet. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and then very faintly down in the bottom corner, you can see the banana good luck. So everybody cool. got one of those. So my my. I mean uh, that is a badass. Fucking that's awesome. I my uh, out of the park fucking. And they're grand beautiful slam. stickers too. Yeah. He, make, he has the, the really high quality too. Yeah. yeah. Really waxy and nice. Um, in my yeah. personal life, that's out there um, for more. With uh, the good luck banana, I uh, I had a situation where I had secured my own keys inside of my pickup truck in a an area at a particular place that I didn't really want to wait around for very many people to like come get me. Okay. So I went ahead and just smashed my own door handle off my truck and just got in and left. Um, that was definitely the easiest thing you could do. Dude, I had like a whole tool set, like the back, and I just went for it. There you go. It was like an app. I called like You didn't have anything that resembled a coat hanger to possibly. I'm not messing with it. Not where I was. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so you were in the. So I I was behind a strip club for crying out loud. Oh, dude. Yeah. It was closed. So? At that point. Just wait till they show up. Who? The workers? (laughs) Of the strip club or of the neighborhood? Both? Both are problems. They're just good people. I was out of there. So I have now... Carl's anti-strip club. <laughs> Real <laughs> body shamer, this guy. So um, I went ahead and uh, I decided maybe it wouldn't be a great value to, to bring my truck in for like high dollar body work to like fix where I smashed like the door lock out. So there is an actual good luck banana sticker like covering... Where your lock where used I to be. Smashed the lock out. And it, so it just says, good luck, really big, right by my door. <laughs> People trip on it because, like, I don't, like, what does that mean? Like, like good luck, you're getting my car? Like, I don't know what it is. People are like, ah, it says good luck by your door. And I'm like, yeah. But so that's my uh, that's my shout out to uh, so, Carl's. <laughs> Carl's vehicle has been stolen a total of zero times. Right. Since. Yeah. Since I smashed the thing off. The since ever. Right. Let's, yeah. Since ever. Let's point out the fact that does someone have an approximate date when Good Luck Banana started? That'll update this story a little bit. <laughs> wasn't that long ago? Yeah. Wasn't long ago. There was some white white duct tape over it for a while, which really blended in. It's a nice color match. They don't um, offer locks on that, right. uh, that mm-hmm. tradesman model. Right. It's locked from the inside. So, you know? is that the first time you've locked your keys in your car? Ah, hard to say. I don't know. Jameson, you ever lock your keys in your car? A time or two. Larry, ben. no. Larry's. Uh, ooh, I got a good one. Larry's dog's locked his keys yeah. in the car. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. one of my favorite stories, actually. I know. I've had somebody lock their keys in their car in my driveway. Oh, no. I did it in front of a wedding one time, C- truck running in the middle of the road. Golf Boulevard. Oh. <laughs> Any, anybody no from Tampa knows how, how fun it is to get <laughs> stuck <laughs> on Golf Boulevard. Right in the middle of the road, truck oh, running in front of a yes. wedding. 
no big deal. Um, it sucks. <laughs> just just a thought I had from the uh, from the the two gentlemen that have sent us the most recent mail barge. Um, if anybody out there is having uh, wants to come down for the derby, um, and is concerned about you know being able to be a part of it, and uh, as well as uh, uh, lodging recommendations, I know we've done the the auction for the one, and then <coughs> have made it clear that you know we're we're open. I just want to reiterate that, you know, if, if anybody's having concerns about lodging or, or, you know, a way to be in the derby uh, during the actual on the water event, reach out to us, send us a DM or, or something on social yeah, hold media. Up. We've actually got quite a few listings of like Airbnbs and, right. and such. That and you available. can stay in right. yeah. well, Ben's yard. Well, let's, let's pause real quick because this is a good time to bring this up. I know people have done it. I just wanted to put it out there again for the universe. If anybody right. out there is saying, eh, I'm on the fence, but I don't know what I'm going to do about this and that, well, you know, let us know no. and we can try and help. No, you're going the wrong way. What do you mean? Oh, okay. I have a couch. If you want to offer that, that's fine. But every year we get, hey, I need a boat. Hey, where should I stay like two days before the thing? On the website has a bunch of recommendations and then you... We all know everything's taking place in New Smyrna. Before you reach out to us, there's a wonderful tool called Google. Right. Please use it. Exhaust Ben's that resource before. No. It's Carl. No. <laughs> Stop it. Um, Apparently, people right. have been reaching out to Ben too much. Carl. Right. No. Ben's very selective of who gets that phone <laughs> yeah. number. They don't want to reach um, out to Carl Ben's, and I. We'll send him to the. Uh, I don't answer very often. No. no I'm just, Motel Six and it's, below. That's it's right. It's just that last week we're like going to know and it's like you might get overlooked. Just well, there, there's a place in Edgewater call, called Carter's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it's yeah, yeah, four yeah. star. Yeah. I've stayed there. Have you really? I have. Yeah. Hilarious face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, Mo- it's great. Motel three and a half. Dude. I loved it. I loved every bit of it. It has like little, like little. Uh, they have bungalows. Yeah. Bungalows. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was looking for. We stayed in a normal room. Mm-hmm. Oh, was... I bet you get bungalowed there. No. <laughs> we, <laughs> we weren't there much. Larry. That's going to itch when it dries up. We were fishing a lot <laughs> and drinking beer the rest of the time. And we were there for couple hours just to knock out i don't think i got under the sheets so i wouldn't have have. (laughs) (laughs) so i have a couch uh no couch at my place but it's the kind of couch that you think would be at my place so (laughs) i've got the casting couch out in my uh my backyard right well Well, my back back porch we're gonna raffle that off (laughs) yeah but oh you want to but they whalen has to Give up his right. spot. A four hundred pounds oh, of dog yeah. that's going to sleep with you. Yeah, the so dogs. The dogs have to approve. You have yeah. to be dog, 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 bed. dog screened. Right. All right. So, uh, Joe Gilmartin, um, who donated the bamboo bamboo rod, bamboo rod um, which we need to have an executive committee meeting on this bamboo rod. Um, okay. Like on the air now? No, or yeah, because Larry no. just, Larry's like <laughs> wants it. He's been looking at it. It's probably at his no, house. no, no. He's I, been I having. Just, I, I'm just questioning whether is it, it weird that you slept with the, it a few nights if and if whatever? It, if it should really be just a straight up yeah. part of the yep 
I know where you're going with this. Okay. Maybe like Bamboo break it rods. off as like a little Calcutta. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't well, know what a Calcutta is, but like, like side it, it should be an auction. Right. I was going to say, last year we had the art from Paul we kind of did online. Yeah. And I was yeah. thinking and this would be a candidate that. for that. I think Because so. its value alone is like yeah. well over $1,000. Yeah. yeah. You know, probably closer to $1,500. And yeah. Joe has quite a reputation in the bamboo world so we'll talk about that off air so in any event joe has made a donation to the derby um we may have posted on you know that it's part of the uh raffle at some point but you know we make the rules we can change the rules um and and we're likely going to discuss whether we're going to keep it in the raffle or not so anyway on the mail barge side of things, he also sent a mail barge for us. Oh, Mr. Gil Martin himself. That name sounds so familiar. Like uh, maybe I went to high school with a Joe Gil Martin or something. So Carl went to high school with one of everybody. I went to high school with the the current governor of Florida. What? Yeah. No R- way. Ron DeSantis. Way to leave that out for the last year he's and a half. A, he's a Falcon, <laughs> dude. We're Falcons, bro. I didn't Dunedin know. Falcons. Soar your wings yeah. and fly, buddy. Right. I knew Fucking there was Ron, a reason. Ron DeSantis is a Dunedin Falcon. Old Daddy DeSantis, man. Okay. Okay. So, dirty Falcon, huh? So Joe Gilmartin. Dirty Birds. Joe Gilmartin. Joe Gilmartin sends this separate package that is labeled mail barge and... Joe I'll Gil- admit, Joe Gil Martin's been doing a little sketching over there. I'm he looking. he he actually, I'm telling you, is, is that an order? Is probably going to be hoisted towards the uh, stratosphere. What, what, what the Hall of Fame of Ooh, uh, Hall of Fame? Hon- yeah. Honorable podcasters. So, like picture on the wall. Levels. Are you talking about nice penmanship? <laughs> Let him get through it. We'll so be better than that, Carl. If Carl will let me get into this, because it's going to have to take really a moment excited. to focus. Um, there's there's two letters. I think probably the first one and the most appropriate one would be the one that was on top, and it's actually on letterhead from the Fly Shop of Fort Lauderdale Incorporated. I don't remember that at all. I don't either. That's how historic this paper is. Um, it it's written in crayon. <laughs> hey y'all! I am twelve. They said use dark colors. Just this, just a little something for the boys from Inglewood, Florida. Two packages. One. For the mail barge and one for the dinghy derby and he illustrates the box is the mail barge and the tube is for the dinghy derby in parentheses hope you got both can't make it again this year but sent something along keep it real boys joe see page two so page two he says Found some old letterhead from my fly shop in Fort Lauderdale. Long gone. Thought I'd send some stuff from Southwest Florida. No brewery in Inglewood, so Sarasota will have to do. You might be able to use some of the flies 
If not, put them in the in a flyberry. Put in a boat rag from my new skiff, old number thirty-five. What? No way. A twin of my skiff, OG number thirty-three. Bought her new in ninety-eight. Still has the twenty-five mark on it. Kind of lame on the stickers, but the donation to MDC is a bamboo fly rod I built. Ask Ted. Well, enough rambling. Sending some cash for the Derby, too. Damn baller. He says, Larry, there's a copy of what Chris sent me when I asked about the whip ray. So, the next thing is... That's what I saw. A letter... On original Hell's Bay um, stationery, which looks to be just, uh, you know, from a Word doc. Right. You know, where you, you know, some clip art. Yeah. And it's just like that weird star, like the North Star, whatever. It says, thanks for your inquiries about the Whipray 16. We have received a huge response for the boat, and especially for a more basic, less, less expensive skiff. So, in response, we'll be offering... This boat to be built using the same hull as the Whipray 16. Feel free to call us for further information. Sincerely, Chris Morjohn. And then the insert along with it is a line drawing of my skiff and obviously Joe's skiff. And it was sent and marketed at that time as a skate. 16. Hmm. I've heard a couple different names, but not that. I've I, never heard that one before. And, and hmm. mine, I was told, was a Whipray 16 Mosquito Lagoon. Right. And this says Skate 16 Mosquito Lagoon Edition. Standard features and equipment. Weight 450 pounds. Draft three and three quarter inches. Three and three quarters up the next inch. <laughs> <laughs> length, <laughs> length is 16 feet. That's a shout out to any more Beam John builders out there. Is 68 <laughs> inches. 68. 68. And we'll owe you one. You know uh, what I mean? 25. Nice. 25 to 30 horsepower. Solid hand laid glass construction. Corsell bottom and stern. No wood construction. Heavy duty rub rail. Large dry locker. Two aft lockers. 15 gallon aluminum gas tank. Rod racks with fly rod tubes, polling platform with corsel top, twin silent spray rails, bow and stern eyes, all rigging and trailer adjustments, push pole holders, spring loaded moonlighter hatch holder, mm-hmm. 25 horsepower short shaft mercury outboard, custom easy loader trailer with spare tire. I've seen a few of those. Aluminum transom plate. Still out there. Yeah, it's like under old ones. In the wild. Price? Any guesses? $9,900. I saw the paper last week, so I will recuse myself. Okay. $9,950. I am fucking cheater. Cheater. Look at the skate logo. That is a hand drawn. Right. Yeah, for sure. Right. Chris Moore, John, piece of art. Mm-hmm. That's so, sweet. I mean, just wow. Yeah, that's a cool little. That's a cool you, piece and of so uh, the last history. One, what, what was it? The last casting thing. Brian had that 
cool you. old yeah drawing. behind you on the wall it's on the oh, wall yeah, now yeah, yeah. so yeah the, larry's really picking up on his like uh yeah his own history. personal his boat like history yeah he's gonna so he's gonna track the lineage find the cool no he's things. gonna have he's gonna have like a museum but it's here's, only about his own personal boat. here's the rag it's a t-shirt Please. Oh please tell me what the fuck! Oh HB. dude, it's oh no, Whipray number thirty-five. Mm-hmm. Whipray old thirty-five. That's sweet. And that is very front, sweet. Yeah, old thirty-five. Like and, that. In guide, guide green, guide, guide green, and Heather Gray mm-hmm. for the base. Mm-hmm. Heather um, Gray shirts are the best, by the way. They are. Check out the flies as the DJ revolves it. <laughs> um, we could pass these around. It looks like. Anything from uh, Joe now lives down like uh, Sarasota. He said, I've, right? "No, no, no, no." Uh, well, Sar- south well, the, of Sarasota, the beers from Sarasota, um, right? Yeah, he just said uh, Inglewood. Inglewood, Inglewood, yeah, Inglewood. Right? So you've got a lot of tarpon flies in here, um, and uh, check them out. Pilfer if you need to. Never have too many flies. I will probably absolutely remember who Joe Gilmartin is like tomorrow and be like, "Oh man, it was like so, I, I've talked to him lately." Or check or out, check out his what an awesome box. Oh, check out the unbelievable old no Joe way. Gilmartin, the fly shop of Fort Lauderdale, exclusively fly tackle and accessories. That might be older than me. The a boat's pretty close, guy. Yeah, I mean, oh look at look at the. It's the Silver King on there with silver inlay That's super cool. on the Sheesh. business card. That's like $7 a business card nowadays. And then what Joe did not say is he's had a shop out in Livingston, Montana. That's where he's done the hand-split bamboo fly rods for years. And that's his business card from Look at that little the bamboo. There, buddy. Oh, dude, check That's that out. really pretty flies, by the way. Yeah, immaculate. Check if out you... the stickers. So dude. if you can make bamboo flies. Look at rods. this, the Murray Hotel. That's super cool. Oh, That's like cool. super yeah. like 50s look. And it gets immediately stuck to Larry's pile. Scott oh. Fly Rods, Telluride, Colorado. Oh, 239 Flies. Yeah, that's down in his Yeah, area. that's down in Joe's hood. There you go. So if you know how to make bamboo fly rods. Rattlesnake uh, Jake's Tex-Mex Cafe, Deerfield Beach. Deerfield. Live there. Second Street Surf Shop. <laughs> Why do you pass it to me? I sent it that way first because I thought maybe you wanted a little bit of a pick. Um, I appreciate it. His flies are really nice. They're really nice quality. Sightcastfishing.com. Yeah, they're nice. Yeah. Flies. This Chicago. Um, yeah, the Chicago, Chicago fly. fly Fishing Outfitters. It's a really cool sticker because they incorporate the Chicago City flag yeah. into, the, mm-hmm. into the trout. Yep. And 406. then 406. Any guesses? Uh, Montana. It's based yeah, it's on, the, based on the Sims logo, I'm going to go. Yeah. Sorry, not Sims logo. That's a brown trout. <laughs> Jumping. Simsfishing.com. Oh, yes. All right, man, Joe. This is a this is killer, appreciate it. killer this is package. Um, and then here is the beer that he sent. Ooh. 
That's milk chocolate porter. J Dubs. J Dubs Brewing. J Dubs has a wonderful. We had and, and what's the? It's it's something cow. We had um. Belf cow. Belt cow. Belt cow. Okay. We had um J Dubs. Remember that weird mango thing that that Marcus brought? It might be. Remember that it thing? It might be coming out of the hole there. Carl. It's a really wild color scheme, like a Miami color scheme. And then we have oh, another J Dubs uh, up top IPA. Ben, you want to put those in the yeah. fridge? Well, Joe, thank you very much. That's so awesome, um, thank you, Joe. You know, I'll be honest with you. I'm just digging the history that uh, came out of the box. Passion wheat. Yeah, with the, like the mango passion fruit thing. Yeah. Or whatever, yeah, was, that was awesome. And as soon as I remember where, you know where I know from. Joe from, yeah, yeah, it's probably like my uncle or something. I just Long forgot. lost, yeah. And in addition, Joe also sent um, a cash donation for MDC. Nice, and, thank you, uh, sir. You know. Always, always appreciated. That's awesome. Fifty bucks, of course. Yeah, Fifty cash, man. Fifty you cash. Know, that's sweet. So, Joe, thank you. You are an honorable gentleman. We Joe appreciate went, it. Mm-hmm. Joe went above and beyond. I Way mean, yeah, above I did. and beyond. Yeah. So, I think we are officially caught up on the mail barge. That feels good. Did you have a look at Joe's flies? I super pretty nice. Like everything's like really well well sorted. He, yeah. he makes like lovely stuff. You took too many. Yeah. There's still a lot left. It's super unfortunate that like all of our listeners have you know, kind of squashed my dreams of being a tie flyer, a fly tire, mm-hmm. or a tie flyer. Either that would way. be a good flood tide like, pattern. Where, like, why? I wouldn't know. <laughs> like, why would we really get into it? Like, people send like such nice well, you know, stuff. Who, who was it that uh, our our guy from uh, New Jersey? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he even said, you know, I've tied 30 or 40 of these and I'll fish three right. or four. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's the truth. You know, we if you tie flies, you ultimately tie way more than you'll ever use in your lifetime. Right. And Here's the one place that I'll give you that I think that might not be the, the, the same is when I go trout fishing, I always buy flies at fly shops. Right. And I lose 99% of the ones that I buy. Here though, we crappy casts or tangling up or trees. I can appreciate the tangling up because I do that pretty routinely. But them double nymph rigs don't cast right. I still, I mean, you could walk over to the table over there by my vice, and I've got like you know seven or eight different boxes from seven or eight different fly shops out west, and I've still got flies from you know it's like, but I'm also the knucklehead that refuses to change flies. You know, it's like. Oh, they're not eating Still this, alive, yeah. you know, like, oh, they will but if I go fishing with, 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 yes. Right. So, but if I go fishing with got you know, they're like, oh, they're not eating. Let, let's change it. Let's change it. Let's change it. Let's change it. But a primary driver in me not changing it is I refuse to spend the 45 minutes retying. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and you are also do have like, that is your local knack. Cause with my big ham hands, yeah, six, <laughs> X. 5x yeah. it gets pretty infuriating oh, yeah, yeah it's Real like quick 
what the ever-loving fuck? How do you tie this shit? It's like taking a fucking hair and trying to yeah, tie mm-hmm. something. Well, but your remember, thing here is just either slow down or speed up or, you know, whatever. I know I've... The, if it... If you presentation we've been out, over pattern. Like, yeah. If it looks... You're not a big fly changer here and it works out like all yeah. the time. So why here, would you yeah. be anywhere else? True. If it, if it looks edible here... Nine times out of ten, you're going to get it. Oh, no, no, no. I didn't say edible. Oh, shit. I'm just saying the. So, I'm. I, this got misplaced as... Um, part of the mail barge? Part of the mail barge that Joe sent. These are pictures of his rig, of which he is the OG owner. Check this bad boy out. Oh, it's a nice blue. I, I think like it's just the color. No, it's the same color as Larry's. It's got yeah. green. Same yeah. Yeah, it's oh, just a Polaroid, bro. Yeah. Sorry, I'm young and don't understand the color change in Polaroid right. photos. Well, it's the yeah, it's like the way it develops and see it. The uh, you didn't get a digital camera out. To take I that wonder picture? how many like. And there's a picture of Joe. That is a great beard, my friend. Carl, can you identify the man? Here's a picture <laughs> of Joe. <laughs> um, I wonder how many like people who bought an OG Hell's Bay still on them. I bet he's in a pretty small percentile. Yeah, yeah it's a long time. It's like 1998. No, I know. I know. It's a long time ago. Now. So I am the officially. I would be the fourth owner of my mm-hmm. skiff. Really? It was. So you've had it forever too. So like. Yeah, I've had it for 15 right. years. Um, it's a 98. So. Chris Morjohn looked up my boat in his like little log book um, back a while ago, and he said that it was a chiropractor, and he gave me the guy's name, that uh, lived in the Keys, um, Alamorada, uh, Tavernierish, somewhere in there. And when he passed away, his son ended up with the skiff, and his son was an offshore charter captain in the keys and really didn't use the boat that much. Um, and at some point that boat got traded in back to the hell's Bay factory when Brian Broderick was there and Brian Broderick's neighbor ended up buying it. As you know, because mm-hmm. it was traded in, just bought it, and his kids used it around Merritt Island to fish and to uh, go tubing. Oh, nice! <laughs> like pull yeah. pull each other around like mm-hmm. Sykes Creek, mm-hmm. and uh, it was when his kids had just got out of high school and were away at college. The skiff was just sitting, and that's when he sold it, and that's when I bought it. So it was original doctor, doctor's son. Um, Effectively, third owner, second family to get it was in Merritt Island, and then we bought it. Yeah. So I've had it 15 years now. So, yeah. Yeah, they don't. So you're kind of third, fourth. I mean, yeah, third, fourth yeah, depends yeah. on how you count it. So I'm interested to see as we, you know, progress into the the small skiff and, and you know, you could say micro skiff market as. Uh, I hate the term micro skiff. Well, yeah, me too, but. Um, the the small boat small vessel market as as we you know keep going and and as 
the Hell's Bays, the original Hell's Bays get older, if they become, you know, more like collector cars. Like, you know, if you have a 65 Mustang that has all the original paperwork and you can track from what it's to owner and it, it gets yeah. sort of, and you have all the history behind it. If you could actually that find becomes it. becomes more valuable. Like numbers matching and all right. that kind of stuff. It could be. Maybe. There's a really, I mean, really cool one. It's a little bit more difficult because they can come and go. There's a really, really neat one for sale right now. Um, so there is that. I can't remember the guy's name who made it, but there's a series on Netflix called Cocaine Cowboy. Yeah. Billy Corbin. Billy Corbin. Yeah, there you go. Um, and they Apache boats. Yes. Oh, yep. part of I that. saw that. Yep. So the owner of Apache's boat was the number 69, as our episode is this, this week. Uh, called Warpath. It is currently for sale, like in its original livery, um, like super original, super badass form. It's a 1984 uh, on com. And like, I don't know where, like where the bids are. Right. But I, night before last, was looking at posters of Warpath that are 100 euros, so like 150 bucks wow. for a poster. That's crazy. Showing this boat in like 85. So like some of that race heritage could be our, I mean, and even before like skiff stuff, like do you remember the Hooters Fountain? Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Like that did like Kingfish tournaments. Yep. So that was like in a ton of magazines all the time. Like I think there'll be like some pop out boats you know from fishing shows that kind of stuff um that'll be like banging like that but i thought that to see that warpath boat like number 69 the actual one built the owner of the company built for himself that's like up right now i'm like man that is like historically yeah it's a piece of history yeah Yeah, it's a piece of history so you know maybe it i don't know if it'll be you know Larry's number 33, but it might be like Flip's number two right? or something right. like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like there'll be yeah. like some like really, or like something was like on a TV show for a long time. Yeah. Like a Jose Webe. Well, I'm just thinking right. like further down the road, let's say, you know, 20 years yeah. from now, you know, that's about what a 1960s car would be. Yeah, well, and, and the construction has changed, mm-hmm. right? Um, the flyer that you know of the skate sixteen totally uh, isn't that weird. I've never that. seen that. Yeah, I'd never seen that before either. I was blown away. Um, but like even the layup that they're talking, my boat's not. It my boat is Kevlar carbon and glass, mm-hmm. and you can see in like up inside the bow mm-hmm. and mine has a 12 gallon tank not a 15 gallon tank like mm-hmm. they're average so like everything was changing rapidly at right. the time right how they were doing it how I think they were very, offering I, it that one that seems like when they kind of sussed it out and they were like okay basically we were going to do like a like the waterman is what right. it was it was yeah. like you know like the more well so focused like fish boat my my friend charlie had a 2000 um whip ray 
I'm sorry, a 2000 Waterman. Waterman, yeah. But his Waterman, because it was custom ordered and it was hull number one of the, when they, when they originally did the Waterman. Yeah. The Waterman was supposed to be the stripped out, the stripped out yeah. version. His had a floor in it, it had a cooler cradle with a grab bar, mm. and it was a tiller setup. But we used to talk about how mine is bare with no floor. Right. So, like, really, like, if you looked, you would call his a whip ray more so, and mine's more like a waterman. Yeah. But because of the year of manufacture, the only thing that they had was whip a whip rays. ray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They had a whip ray Alamarada, and they had a whip ray Mosquito Lagoon. Mm-hmm. Um, well, whip ray skate. Yeah, and, and right. now we find out. I'm a stickler, a skate, for, a stickler a for skate. history. You know? It, it wasn't yeah, even skate. a whip ray skate. It was yeah. a skate. Yeah. Skate 16. That's bizarre. Yeah. That's so bizarre. So, you know, and now we know that the skate um, was a recycled name on a hull that they didn't even, that more John had nothing to do with. That's right. now a nano skiff. Right. Right. Yep. So it's crazy. I mean, it does really change that fast. Like between one and another, a lot of times until it like settles in. Well, so like my, my kids, the skiff that, you know, I got from wilds mm-hmm. and, and Jordan, it's a Hobie. Hobie 15. Hobie 15, it's a 1985 model, I think, 85 or 86. Yeah. Um, it was probably a tender to the warpath. <laughs> and we should paint it up as such. Someone is someone is now making that same hull. Never heard of them. And, I mean, that's how many years later? Yeah. And, and through time, I think it never really stopped. I think, like, somebody has had oh, yeah. one of those forever. Mm-hmm. There's, there's iconic designs in, in right. boat building especially that get you know passed from one company to another i mean i wonder it, there's there is part of that that i wonder about so that i think that particular boat really did go from company to company as they like either went out of business or somebody decided that they wanted a 15 or whatever they just like copied it and kept going there are boats that have p- been passed around to come that all and all the companies are still alive mm-hmm. so i wonder if like a designer or somebody comes up with this design and the tooling and and leases it out to people maybe well it's there's like there's a it's few no different a than royalty fee or a, yeah you know, you know the my hull design came out of the cranium uh atop a midget named chris morjohn <laughs> <laughs> and he, he can yeah. and now he's a slight bill feller you know there's, there's and i say that lovingly <laughs> right. and jokingly um, you could put two of them in a regular size refrigerator. And so there's now the conch fish. Beautiful boat. There's a simple skiff. Beautiful. There's the oh, brilliant. There's high quality boat. And the differences between all three of those are so minute that even the company. There's only who, one, I think there's only one guy right now that has one of those. But, but think about, you know, <laughs> from a standpoint of, you know, the oh. most produced was through Hell's Bay. Yeah. Yep. And you've got to wonder, is Hell's Bay a little bit miffed that their banner, original, iconic, game-changing hull design 
has been so. re-released and re-released, and they there's sh- really nothing they can do about it because no. it really was not. The, they're just the name behind the manufacturing right. of that particular design. So a lot like the the company that's going to um, provide us with delicious barbecue for the thingy before the dingy, mm-hmm. um, Peterson Barbecue. I say barbecue Peterson. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know where Carl was going with that, but me either. Really, right. you know, when when people buy Hell's Bay nowadays, you know, they understand that. Yeah, there's some some history in the design, but also it's the name that they've created for themselves. It's the quality of product that they put out. Um, you know, but it's the name too. You know, they've been doing it the longest. You could say. Right in, in the the small flats boat market, so um, I I don't think they care because they're still going to they're still going to get still customers. Sell you know, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's, of there's still guys out there that'll have a you could call it mid range boat or one of these boats that you know is not not a Chittum or a Hell's Bay price range, right? You know, and they sit at home at night dreaming of having that Chittum or Hell's Bay, even though it'll do the same things that their boat that they currently have. Sure. Do it just is it. That's what they have dreamt about. That's what they've thought about. That's the goal that they have. Right. I mean, the, I think the accessibility is getting better over time naturally. Oh yeah. So even though that 19, that was a 99 or 98 with the price on it, the 99 50, Mm-hmm. That was like holy shit! Like John boats were way less money. Sure, right? Like that was high back yeah. then, and nine, that's a nine really, grand in '99. Yeah, was way different right. than nine grand today. Right, and it, it doesn't seem like that bad, but it was it was kind of a long time ago. It was, you know, twenties, twenty years ago, something years and ago. And there yeah. was not a huge market for it. Right, so you're talking small boat to small boat. You could probably go get like a Johnson or something for like a couple grand. Right, you know, it was like or you know tops so i like the accessibility of like the the more the, you know more companies kind of coming to market and getting bigger and like the sport and like the idea is more accessible because it's not the stuff that comes out that's new brand new that's like super super cheap it's the fact that people have been buying dolphins for far longer than Hell's Bay's been around. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mavericks far Hughes. longer than, yeah, Hughes. Mavericks use all that kind of stuff that, like, they come back on the market, you know, maybe a little spit shine, like, like dubs, like your, mm-hmm. the, the Hobie, you know, little spit shine, throw a motor on, fix up the trailer, and now you're doing what the rest of us are doing. Right. And what could be, in the case of, like, the high end stuff, a hundred grand or better worth of, boat right there's no the entry fee's not there anymore right we're like now you know the the market's getting bigger like the ginu crowd and like those are accessible to where you can fix them up what you were telling me at the house the other day um the modular roto molded oh the um hog island sea dew oh sorry there's some sea dew stuff coming out yeah that they're doing roto molded or like thermoformed plastic mm-hmm. it all clicks together and stuff so it's like it's a recreational like a pontoon boat you know recreational kind of thing it's like modular yeah so if you want the 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 12 foot version they oh put yeah 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 two they, pods together yeah so if they, you want the 18 they, they put the third one. pod yep 
if you want coolers and seats we have the rails and everything like so everything has to come from them because it fits and the fitment is already Mm -hmm. there i saw a commercial for that the other day Hmm. And it all clicks together, right? It's like it's pretty neat looking, actually, right? Like on the commercial, it's like, yeah, what is that? Yeah, they it's did like, a pretty good job. Yeah. Spendy, are yeah. they? Yeah. What did it? Did you see pricing and whatever? I think they start at like thirty five, for like Whoa. the twelve. Thirty five hundred or thirty five thousand? Not hundred. It's a C do bro. Oh, really? Bro. I thought like this was like the way. I thought no, this was like the way let me, forward. Let me. I'll, this is not I'll the do Mandalorian. C do no. spark? Are we? You know. It, that's basically because those are roto molded too now. I understand that, yeah. but that's a little bit. <sighs> and they were cheap compared to the rest of them. They were, Very, they were, yeah. yeah. So like, oh, I'm sorry, they started at 18. But even still, I mean, for what? For yeah. 12 feet or for 12? Yeah, I think so. It's. I saw one on a trailer that was like tiny, tiny. But I, I like, you I kind of really like the 13 idea. Foot. I haven't seen it at all. You yeah. can get a boat rover for half that. Boat motor trailer. Well, this is a full pontoon boat. Okay, I'm just saying. Probably hauls ass. It's 12 feet long, but how how wide is it? How stable? I is don't it? know. Well, I don't hold a couple it, fucking so Bartles and James. What do you need understand. out of a pontoon boat? <laughs> thank well, you, thank you for your support. <laughs> yeah, a couple fucking B and Js, you know. Dude, I could Jeez. go for a Bartles and James nice right about now. <laughs> Bartles God and dang. James. Those they were old, so good, man. Those two old codgers on the porch going like, thanks for your sport. Uh, yeah, it was Ed. I'm Ed. And this is... And the, the one guy never spoke. Yeah, yeah. There's There's been a few like ad campaigns like that that really like speak to my like real essence. Yes. <laughs> mm, Carl's essence. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like Ed and Jim, like such yeah, basic yeah. names. So you know? Ed Bartles and I don't know if I don't know if Jameson might remember. There was a car lot over on the other coast, and it was this guy. And there was this huge, beautiful oak tree on top. That's of the, the car like twenty-one lot. foot built out with the with a two thirty on the back. Well, I think it's got an. Inboard. It's like yeah, some kind of jet. Uh, Listen, if you don't have a pontoon with a three hundred on the back, right? You ain't but fucking living, guy. To be yeah. fair, like it's dope. If, if you break what is down, it, Bennington isn't that the class yeah, yeah. of the yeah, field yeah. these days? Yeah. yeah, but if you break down the class of that field, I think that's like cheap as this is cheap as heck. Yeah, if you break it down yeah, to like what pontoon boats yeah. can go for, well, I was it a. This We're gonna have a major pontoon report next show. <laughs> uh, uh, pontoons, we love them. The next flats, right? Right. Yeah, but there don't was speak a, that into existence. There was, <laughs> a, there was come visit me under my old oak tree. You know, remember that? No. Would no. you have been around for that? Negative. I'm, I might have it was been. On, but yeah, it was like the like, mental trauma I've yeah, endured. From Clearwater, Clearwater, Florida. Well, just oh, if fo- you mean for fo- football, fo- right? Yeah. The the seat. Somebody curdled your milk. <laughs> <laughs> got it uh, the yeah some of those Benningtons go for six figures oh mm-hmm. what Easy. I was at a boat show and it was one of the triple pontoons Here's the and thing. it was 130 grand on sale and people were like oh my god what a deal tripping over themselves well they'll put two 300s on the back of that one yeah still or two you know what was whatever. the one the little place the, the thing is the though, shop, that little motor. dealership right there they have like really insane ones up there mm-hmm. sometimes and it's like Fake like faux like wood flooring in oh, it, and like just all yeah. Oh, it's it's gorgeous. <laughs> Fautique's a, thing. a ski fautique. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Wow. Three, really? 300 horsepower outboards are 30 mm-hmm. grand a pop. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Easily. So you got yeah. 60K a motor hanging on the back of right. it. Yeah. Of a tuner. Yeah, of a, of a pontoon. <laughs> have you, have you seen the video of the pontoon? On the, like, the fast one? It yeah. just reset. So we maybe we should touch on this. Not really our speed. The lake no, of the none Ozark. of our skips go that fast. <laughs> right. The lake, lake of the Ozark shootout was yeah. like, you know, whatever, a couple weekends ago. Which one of our listeners has a lake and bay and wants to right. rally for the troops and race right. this pontoon? I know. <laughs> With the, the name of the podcast down the side of it. Yeah. Um, the, like, king of the hill boat was from DeLand. So I don't know what they call it. What, yeah. what do they call it? It's called the like river, the if, Top Gun or something for the weekend. So it's there's all kind of classes. Okay. Um, but like the app, like absolute like top like highest number recorded for the weekend is like the you know Top Gun or whatever, and it's a Mystic from the oh, land. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. So the Lake of the Ozarks, you know, like Missouri. Uh-huh. So I'm like see you guys in hell man these guys like we're right here we've got it going on like right here in the land uh that pontoon reset its own record like the the world's fastest pontoon boat actual aluminum pontoons like 118 miles yeah it's like it's it's, you see it you see it start and it's just unbelievably fast yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like on plane it looks like an old sped (laughs) up like black and white videos it's it's really something to behold yeah so here's a question. I know there's the. Uh, the when do they invite old Carl? The I don't know, man. Skiff race. Mm-hmm. Who's the guy that's going to take, you know, uh, an older skiff and put the two and a half racing Merc on the back? Or, Is this or Del, Del Duca? The guy that owns Lake and Bay. And that guy. Well, 20. I'm talking like 16 footer. Oh. And I'm not talking like hydroplane 16 footer that's got yeah. the dual you know really flat and narrow pontoons yeah. that can only run when it's you know calm out well i just i'm right. just throwing it's it out, out in the there. universe if anybody anybody wants to take me up mm-hmm. on that challenge and show up with uh so we have to have what you're saying is like dinging derby four is probably gonna have to we're gonna have to set up what they call the kilo race so kilometer yeah, yeah. Right? the kilo race. Yeah, you know kilo. when they when they came out with the kilo new, records the new mercury 600 horsepower v12. v12 yeah there was a meme that went around with that old guy in his john boat mm-hmm. with the v12 600 on the back of it well really there is a gentleman that has a for like 450 r yeah. or one of those on, on a, a tiller boat. on the back of a john boat no, it's legitimate. I swear to God. Yeah, the the photo has been like research and everything. Like, yeah, this guy's like for real. I want to know who's going to show up. To the How does it float it? Like uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't he had know to either. weld on like eight foot spots. Yeah, the there's back. like something underwater. It's like there's got to okay. be. There's yeah. got to be. It's, like, it's like an iceberg. The boat's like an iceberg. You know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, a a foil underneath it. Mm-hmm. He'll take the tarpon world by storm. Talk mm-hmm. about getting to a spot first. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh! Right, tarpon or tarpon tournament fishing. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, tarpon turds. Yeah. Well, um, I say we call it a night, fellas. Yeah, I gotta so, be a fiberglass Florida first thing in the morning. What's that? They're noon? gonna. Sm- <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you from experience, fiberglass Florida opens at eight. Eleven thirty a.m. <laughs> Eleven. Eight a.m. 
Ben's going to meet me there. Okay. I'll be up. I'll give you a call. Ben's going to be there to verify. Yeah. I'll, I'll fact check. Photo. Dude, I'll give a you a photo. call. Take, me a, take a photo. Do okay. a story on okay. Instagram. Yeah. I'm going to go to the gym at 530. Ben will be sitting in the parking lot. No, Ben will be hiding around the corner, and Ben will pop out, and Carl will be sleeping on the sidewalk in front of Fiberglass, Florida. There's no sidewalk, bro. It's on Paint 55. <laughs> Carl's going to head there tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please. All right, well, uh, this is definitely the last episode before the Dingy Derby weekend. Uh, Don't forget, the Thingy Before the Dingy has the raffle, so bring lots of cash for that. Check in, check in vendors. Check in on social Social. media. Let us know you're coming. We need a head count. It's not for us. It's for Peterson's, who's donated the mm-hmm. whole meals for everybody. Yeah. So, and also, um, come out and do the uh, actual derby uh, and poker run. You might walk home with a big old fistful of cash um, and get to hang out on the sandbar with us at the very end. And everybody wants to hang out with Jameson because he's too cool. Right. And he goes uh, to the gym sometimes, three times a week. All right. Well, uh, Taylor Trash Fly Fishing, episode 69. And we be out. Well, that label man said, son, now can you sing a little bit more, please? Said voice might be too genuine, the song's a little too sincere. Can you sing a little more about outlaws and the way things used to be? Told me you just worry about writing them songs, leave everything else to me. Well, my daddy was a highway man, but he never wrote any old country songs. How about never stayed out raising hell with the Haggard Jones? But it raised the Hit it big because you're already number one And that's the way it goes go. This day and age Well you ain't got to read between the lines You just got to turn the page Turn the page Well the most outlaw thing ever done Is give a good woman a ring And that's the way it goes Life ain't fair and the world is me